Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello ladies, what's up and welcome to Fierce Female Radio. It's Estelle here, your host, your fierce and feminine BFF, empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co, where we are all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you leave behind a basic life and embrace a life of fulfillment and purpose instead. Guys, welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by the Fierce and Fulfilled CEO program, which is my 16-week fully guided coaching program to help you heal yourself and launch your heart-centered business. This is about truly stepping into your fierceness, putting yourself out there and creating a dream purposeful business. This healing program has eight core modules and each module focuses on the masculine energy and the feminine energy. And what I mean by that is the feminine energy being the inner work, the introspection, the shadow work, the healing and the unblocking. All that work that's required for us to fully show up as our true and authentic selves and step into our purpose and our power. And then the masculine energy is really the actions required in order for you to start your business. So your core message, your branding, your offerings, website, all those bits and pieces that that are truly laid out for you in such a beautiful um, in such a beautiful framework in order for you to digest and really move forward with the program and take the action in your business without feeling overwhelmed and getting the support from the girls in the group and myself, of course, as you do the inner healing work as well, which is so important. Um, This is a live program, the live coaching program. So you get the four months of support from me and your fierce business babes, plus eight group coaching calls. Um, And on those calls, you know, of course, we support you with where you're at and mentor you. Also, um, there is some spiritual practices and some trainings that I do and an opportunity for Q&A as well. We also have sisterhood calls, accountability partner programs, meditations, rituals, mantras, so many things in order for you to get your energy right, as well as a a range of like empowerment resources, such as book recommendations and podcasts and all the things for you to feel really high vibe and inspired as you take on this incredible, um, incredible program and really step into this new version of yourself. And so I'm also really excited to mention that I have a special offer at the moment. This offer is going strong until Thursday night, midnight. Okay. So if you sign up for the program before Thursday midnight, you get access to my brand new course, Activate Your Soul's Purpose. And this is a really a beautiful deep dive program, a course in order for you to really unpack your soul's purpose from a mind, body, soul, beauty, and energy perspective. It includes ritual workbooks, meditations, um, training videos, so many things to help you truly get clear and centered and grounded in your soul's purpose. Also, you get access to a free 30-minute business unblocking session with me, which is a one-on-one 30-minute session. So those are the two bonuses that you get if you sign up for the Fierce and Fulfilled CEO program before Thursday night. And 
you can click the link in my show notes. I have a link to the Fierce and Fulfilled CEO program, so you can see all the details there. And also there's a um, there's a link to apply for the program. So this is for the babe that is serious and wants to go next level, um, whether you have a business and you want to elevate it, whether you um, know that you want to start a business, but you need the support. Um, so you can apply for the program there. And also, if you just have any questions, you can always DM me at Fierce Female Co. as well. So ladies, let's dive into the Fierce Female Tip of the Week. So this is a practice that I've been doing for a few years now, and it's actually a, a, a mindfulness practice that I've just adopted um, and made my own. And this is what I find really works for me. So you can use this practice whenever you're feeling triggered whenever you're feeling that emotions are coming up for you that don't make you feel good um, maybe you're starting to feel anxious or fearful um, or you're responding to a situation in a way that it's not in alignment with your higher self this is a really great method so it's called the stop method so s meaning stopping what you're doing in that moment t is taking a few breaths okay so i like to take four breaths in and five breaths out. And I like to do that in cycles and just depending on what I, what I need in that moment. But breathing, so, so, so important. So stopping, breathing, and then O is for observing yourself, okay? So without judgment, just observe the situation, your energy, your language, your environment, whatever it is. And then P is to proceed in alignment with your higher self. So what is the step that you can take that is in alignment with your higher self? right? So this is a reminder that you always get to choose again, okay? And you don't need to get stuck in a space and in a loop of, um, you know, feeling guilty and shame for, you know, the action that you took or what you said or what you didn't say or how you felt. You just get the opportunity to choose again. So S, stopping what you're doing. T is for taking a breath. O is observing yourself without judgment. And P is proceeding in alignment with your higher self, So this is a beautiful practice and you can use it, like I said, in any situation. You can also modify it, make it your own. You do you, babe. But it is a really powerful tool. Okay, so the Fierce Female shout out for this week is... This goes to um, this new... This new face oil that I'm obsessed with. If you guys follow me on Instagram at Fierce Female Co., you know that I love a good face oil moment. And I've actually been very loyal to Cora um, Organics Noni face oil for years. But I've recently discovered the go-to beauty face hero um, extra oil. It's quite a mouthful. But if you you can check out GoTo um, online and also I think they, they stock a Mecca as well. It's a beautiful oil. It's got like a macadamia and rosehip and oh, it's just so divine. I love it. It feels so luxurious on my skin. I use it in the morning, um, you know, with my gua sha or my, um, my jade roller. And I also use it at night as well. It's just a really, really beautiful product. So if you're looking for a face oil, guys, check that one out. Okay, I'm excited to dive into this episode. We have the beautiful, the beautiful soul, Christina Glickman, and she is an author, a motivational speaker, really on a, on a mission to help women break down their insecurities, stop feeling lost, and to finally embrace and capture what they truly want in life. And in this episode, we go deep into what it means to be extra and why so many women are afraid to actually be unapologetically extra in themselves. 
we talk about radical self-acceptance and how to find the courage to fully show up as your unique and authentic self, which I think is like there's nothing more important than that, right? How to be comfortable and how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? And how to unlearn your programs and patterns so you can show up as your most fully confident self. This is such a beautiful episode. I know you're going to love it. If you want to recommend anyone else that you would love to hear on the podcast, please let me know. I love hearing your suggestions about topics or people um, or solo episodes you want me to dive into. I'm here for you, babe, and I love to hear from you guys. So you can always DM me at Fierce Female Co. Enjoy this, beauties. Hello, hello. Welcome to Fierce Female Radio, guys. Today we have the lovely Christina Glickman on the show with us. She is an author, motivational speaker who teaches ambitious women who feel stuck how to reclaim their power. Christina's new best-selling book, Extra, The Art of Being, is a rallying cry for women to awaken their extra and unleash their best selves. Christina is on a mission to help women break down their insecurities so they can stop feeling lost and finally capture what they truly want in life. Oh my goodness, so juicy. Welcome to the show, Christina. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. I'm so excited to have you on. I love the title of your book. Like, I love that. I, well, thank you so much. So, you know, the title um, is called, you know, Extra, The Art of Being. And uh, if, if anyone is out there has ever tried to title anything, that's always um, like giving birth because yeah. it, it holds a lot of weight. <laughs> totally. I love it so much. I feel like I always, I connect so much with that. And also like the, also I connect with like the term a lot. Like I feel like I can always identify myself as like, I'm just, I'm just a lot, you know? <laughs> yes. Well then you, then you probably really understand my word extra. Totally. Um, totally a little totally. bit and a little bit. So good. Okay. We're going to dive in before we kick off with the more deeper questions. We're going to kick off with the rapid fire questions. So Christina, what travel destination are you crushing on right now? What are you daydreaming about? Um, I think Iceland uh, mm. is what I've been daydreaming about lately. And most, most specifically, I'd like to see the Northern Lights. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, so beautiful. Have you been there before? I have, but not during the time of the Northern Lights. And I've been kicking myself ever since. So that seems to be a little bucket list for me. Totally. Iceland. We went, I went there with my husband about like two and a, two and a bit years ago and it blew my mind. It was just such a surreal place to travel to, isn't it? It does. You feel, I, I felt like I had, you know, landed on the moon a little bit. Yes. The, the texture and yes. It was completely different, which is what I love, right? Because when you want to adventure travel, you want to feel like you're being transported someplace else. And so, you know, everything from, you know, the crazy blue lagoon waters to the waterfalls to, it just was really mind blowing and just so beautiful. It's magical, isn't it? Absolutely. Beautiful. So what does your morning ritual look like right now? My morning ritual um, is very, very uh, routine. And I think that a little bit of the pandemic threw that out because I was looking for a sense of normalcy. So um, mm. I live in the city of Chicago. I have four children and they are all remote learning. And so wow. um, for me, I think that I created a habitual, my morning ritual is literally, I get up and um, anyone that follows me on Instagram will see it every day. It's the same. I write on a little whiteboard with a diffuser and I write the date down. And the day starts with my coffee. And then I do a little bit of a, you know, an exercise and a breathing and the day begins. And I think that um, I did not 
set out to create that. But what I realized is I was craving normalcy um, when everything started to shut down. And so that little routine was a way for me to kind of get out of bed and start my day um, just fresh. And I've been doing it since. So I've been doing it since March 17th of last year, and it kind of has not stopped. Wow, that's amazing. So what do you write on your whiteboard? I literally just write down, you know, Friday, January the 8th, 2021, and I make this little heart. And it really began because my children go to a Montessori school and they always write the date down like that when they start journaling. That's how they, and when my kids started to be home, I realized I should probably write that down on a board for them. That's how they're used to learning. And I realized there was something very uh, simple yet comforting about starting the day fresh and it just stuck. I love it. So good. And it's so true, right? Like during this time of uncertainty, creating a ritual that you're always going to do where you've got some, some consistency and stability is is actually quite quite empowering. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, obviously we all need a purpose to get out of bed and, you know, most of us don't have a choice not to, right? We have people we need to take care of, but there is something about knowing what that very first step is, as small as it might be. um, I think that's helpful. Absolutely. So good. And what's one book that you would recommend every woman to read? Okay. Now you're going to laugh when I say this, um, but it's The Giving Tree. Do you know what that book is? I feel it's like kind that of a children's book. I've heard of that book. It's kind of a children's book, but the message I think is one for every woman in particular. It's really a story about, um, you know, a little boy and this tree and the little boy sits by the tree every day and he gets a little bit older and decides to leave. But at the end of the story, it's really about his journey that he keeps going back to the tree and asking the tree for things like, you know, he needed to make money. So he wanted to take the limbs off the trees and then he needed to make a boat. So he took down, you know, more part of the tree. And the whole idea is that at the very end of the story, which sounds sad, there's just a stump left and there's an old man sitting with the stump mm-hmm. and they have nothing more to give, but themselves, you know, there, there was nothing left, but the love between them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good story for women because I do think that um, we serve everyone else, but ourselves truly most of the time. And it's very, very hard to be able to um, show up for ourselves every day and not be, I think, inherently just givers. Um, and so that story just has always resonated with me. Again, it's a children's story, but I think the message, particularly for women and how we're wired, um, I think is an important one. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. And I love that there's, there was obviously a deep underlying message that they're trying to share with children to get them. Yeah. To get that ingrained. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I definitely have heard of that as you were describing it. I'm like, I must've read this. I've heard of this somewhere. I remember the stuff. If I, if there was a picture, you would, you would see it. You would see it. And I joke, I joke with my family when I'm exhausted. I'm like, you guys, I'm the stump. I have no more. Like I can't take my limbs. You can't, I I don't have anything else to give. (laughs) Okay. So Christina, what fierce female are you crushing on right now and why? I would have to say it would be Ruth Bader Ginsburg who recently passed Mm -hmm. and she is, is, I'm, I imagine you're aware of who she is. Yes. Um, the Supreme Court Justice. And um, I think that I always was deeply sort of in love and admiration for her. But I think as of late, especially with um, the turmoil going on in the United States, uh, which I'm sure you're aware of, mm-hmm. um, even more mm-hmm. so to understand the power of our individual voices, the power of being a woman. Um, and how we all are responsible for the energy we bring to it. And so for me, um, it's really been her. 
as of the last few months. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's it's a lot a lot going on right now. So that's beautiful that we can um, we can still seek like that wisdom and that expansion. Yeah. Um, you know, regardless if if they aren't here with well, us. I also I also feel like she paved the way. And yeah. so how dare we not continue that? Yeah, is totally. How I feel. Totally, totally. I love that. Okay, Christina, I'd love if you could just share with us a little bit about your like your self-development journey, right? And how it led you to the powerful work that you do now. Like, I love the fact like you're, you know, best-selling, best-selling author, you've got a great, you've got a business, you've got a beautiful business that's thriving, you've got four kids. There's lots going on. I would love for you to just share with us a little bit about how that started out for you and how it led you to, sure. to the powerful work you do now. Sure. I, I mean, I think that, um, you know, as every one has their own journey. A lot of it for me was um, intentional over the past few years when I decided that I needed to add a little bit more creativity and intention into my life, uh, a little bit more joy. Like I said, you know, I have a very full family. I also have a full-time career. I work for a company called Beauty Counter, which is about um, safe skincare. And I've done that for almost six years now. And that is a full-time gig, but I was really feeling that I was missing a part of myself. And so I started down this journey of just really auditing my day and asking what gives me joy. And as I did that process, that self journey work, I, you know, went down the road of, you know, I love fashion and I love clothing. And um, I come from doing work at an advertising agency. So I thought, how do I inject that back in my life? And I really just decided to um, try things on, you know, literally and figuratively and see what made me happy. And so instead of searching for the answer, I just instead decided to show up for myself every day intentionally and see how it made me feel. And that truly is what got me from, you know, trying on an outfit to um, writing a book to becoming a speaker. And it was just truly small steps every day not worrying about the validation in the moment, not asking if I was wasting my time, not looking for an answer, but it was really, it's really, I think you're always building yourself and that you never really arise. I think it's a, if you are willing to give yourself over to the fact that you want to design a life that you're always just in pursuit of, um, you know, that joy and that, that pure love, um, I think it will get you to that place. And I know that that's so hard because when we don't give somebody the tools to say, you're going to get from A to B and here's how you do it. It's hard for people to give over that faith that if you do just, you know, kind of stay in your lane and put your blinders on and not start looking around what everybody else is doing, but you stay true to what you want to do. I do believe that's where the magic happens. And so for me, that's how, that's how it really worked. I love that. And I love that you were just being so intentional about what lit you up and what brought you joy and what made you feel good and allowing that to be, you know, your GPS. Yeah. And I, and I will say too, just because, uh, especially as women, that that's not easy because uh, people love to judge. They love to ask, well, what are you doing and why are you doing it? And all of those things I think really nick away at our own self-esteem and confidence about what it is we want to do. So I, it's even harder for us to pursue our dreams because people want answers and whether or not they are trying to, you know, be kind about it or not, it imposes this self-doubt. And so it's very difficult to walk into your message every day and, and be unsure, not know what you're doing. Like, that's very hard. 
And so I just commend anyone that is trying to show up every day to do a little bit more for themselves, because that doesn't just happen naturally and organic. You know, it's to me, I think you have to be very, very aware that that's something that you want to try and do for yourself, because otherwise you do turn around and 10 years has passed. And it's kind of like, well, am I where I want it to be? You know, I don't know if you are great, but if you're not, I can probably help you dissect why you're kind of in the same boat. Yeah, absolutely. And I can imagine that, you know, starting the journey of writing a book would be something where, you know, lots of those doubts would be coming up for you. I mean, like I want to hear it's one of the hardest things to do. And so what was like, how did, how was that experience for, for you? And like, what did you learn about yourself from that experience of writing your yeah. own book? I, That's a really, really stepping I mean, into truly, your power. Yeah. I mean, it's truly terrifying because <laughs> it's what, it's what, well, it's, I mean, I wanted to really vomit any, when that book came out and people said that they got it, I was all excited. But then I thought when it shows up at their door, I'm going to die. You know, I just, it's terrifying because you're putting your heart on a plate really and just handing it over. And I think for me, at least I had to do it for me. And I had to know that no matter what happened, that I did it for me and that was good enough. And that at the end of the day, my, my husband, my children, my family, my friends, they'll all still love me. So what's the worst case that could happen? They get the book and they're like, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, I don't think they'll stop being friends with me. I don't think that they won't like me anymore. And then they're going to just move on with their lives. And so for me, I just felt like the consequence I was willing, I was willing to have that happen. Like worst case is that it just, nothing happens. But I knew that just for myself, that I had to be okay with it just for me. And so I say it, and I don't mean to sound um, selfish about it, but I say it in the same way that I talk about my Instagram feed. I don't show up for you. I show up for me. And if I show up as myself, then I I can really just be my most authentic and genuine being because I'm not doing it for you. And so with the book, I had to give myself permission to do it for me. And in fact, the first publisher I had said, oh, you know, you should change this and no one's going to want to read this. And it's too, you know, it's too fashion and it's too this. And so I just left them and I said, I I have to do it my way. And if it means Mm. that this book never sold or it never did, then so be it. Um, but I think that there's a powerful message in here that there's always going to be someone telling you there's a different way to do it or not to do it or all the things that could happen. And really my foundation will always be if everyone in my world is safe and loved, the consequence isn't so big, Mm. like what's really going to happen. People might say that they don't like it. I mean, that shouldn't be enough to take away somebody's dreams. Like if you told me you wanted to write a book about socks and you were that excited about it as your friend, what I would hope I would say to you is, that's amazing. How can I support you? Tell me about it instead of why are you doing that? And do you know this? And, and sadly, I think it's up to us as women to change that narrative and that environment, because a lot of the times we're not in spaces that we're held and supported in that way. And so it's important to me um, in the spaces that I'm creating, I think right now for women in the groups and communities that I'm creating um, to really give women that permission and validation because I think we seek it. That's so true. That's so beautiful. And I love that. I love that you said point blank, like you did this for you. And that kind of releases the expectations and what you're seeking to gain the validation and all of that. And it just (laughs) says, if all I can get from this is just, 
is is an experience that brings me joy and I'm fulfilling something that yeah. is tr- truly on my heart. And if it serves other people and if it connects with other people, that is purely just a bonus. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure for you, you know, starting a podcast or doing your own business and having, you know, that takes a lot of courage mm. because there's, there's, you know, the imposter syndrome creeps in the, how, who am I to do this? And, and who's that, you know, that's really what most of us, I don't want to project that to your audience, but what most of us feel when we're all by ourselves in our brain. And, and sadly, that's where I think women peter out. And part for, for me, the reason why I have like turned my, my world right now into um, speaking with women is because I just can, I can no longer sit by and see exceptional women not believe in themselves to do what they want to do. And I'm not talking epic things. I don't care what it is, but I, I, time and time again, I've just been hearing the stories of women that have these limiting self-beliefs, right? About, or they can't go for it or, or the, they are creating stories in their own mind. And so for me, it's just important to one, create community in an environment where women feel love and hope and that they can be unapologetically confident in themselves. And it's a journey, you know, it's not, it's not a worksheet. It's not a three-step process. This is, this is, you know, some soul searching work that we do. Totally, totally, totally. Like it's an unfolding, it's a healing, it's an expansion, it's all the things, right? And I love what you said about like, like the courage, because I think that's, it's so important. Like how, I would love to hear from your perspective, like how can we find the courage to fully embrace who we are and to go after the things that we want to do and that brings us joy in a society, in a world that is essentially conditioned us to believe that we should live, eat, work, do everything in a certain Um, way. A million percent. Well, you know, I'm a gut girl. So I'll tell you my gut reaction to this is look who you're surrounding yourself with and find a community that, that you feel safe in and that you can be vulnerable in and that wants to lift you. Because if you're, if you look around in your environment and the people that you're with aren't really your cheerleaders or champions, and you know, we don't always get so lucky to pick them, find a place, find Mm -hmm. a place that holds you, whatever it might be. It could be, you know, again, like it could be any, any group out there for you, but most of us, most women don't have that outlet so readily available. That's just for them because that's either, you know, they, they look at it as like, that's selfish or that's uh, a luxury for me. I can't spend that much time on myself. And so I, again, I think that, you know, when we are given the opportunity to reflect, to sit, to think, then we will have more opportunity to actually do. But how often are we really saying to ourselves, as women, okay, I want you to stop. And for, you know, 60 minutes now, we're just going to talk about you. We're going to talk about what your dreams and hopes are. What do you want to do tomorrow? What do you want to do in five? Like all those things that are so important. And I always say, I'm not looking for an answer. You know, if you have one, great. But I think that, you know, hesitation leads to procrastination because we don't have the answer. So if I said to somebody, oh, I've got this membership group, come on in, this is a great place for you. And they say to me, but I don't know what I want. You know, I don't know. Then I always say, that's exactly why you need help. Like, if you don't know, then put yourself somewhere, join a book club, like whatever it might be, try to find a community because we're not meant to dream alone. And and that for me is the very first step is, and it doesn't even have to be joining a community, but it's just who do you surround yourself with every day? Because 
that really, um, you know, if we look to our past, it's usually the story that we need to break up with in our head um, about the narrative that we're told about who we are. Absolutely. And I think that's so important. Like I echo that 100% because I think it's really easy for people just to be um, consumed by the opinions of their circles and often their circles, you know, friends that we've had for years, friends that, that were on a different journey, family members that, you know, don't have the same values or the same goals in life. And then we think that's all there is. And we think that that full stop, right. As opposed to actually taking the time to actually find your tribe and find people that have what well, doesn't even have to be similar goals, but like people who are going to hold the space for you to share and to open up about what you're experiencing and what it is that you're seeking, even if that is a lack of clarity. Yeah. And I think also too, what, at least what I've learned is that, you know, we are meant to evolve and to pivot and course correct. And a lot of times when we have relationships, people don't like us to change, right? So mm-hmm. if you were, you know, a stay-at-home mom and suddenly then you had a career, your stay-at-home mom friends are kind of like, what are you doing and where are you going? And so it's just, it's very hard sometimes for people to be accepting when people move on. And moving on doesn't mean you have to leave people, but people aren't so ready because it's a reflection on where they are most that's of the right. time, right? Yeah. yeah and so right. that's also, uh, I think in a community, when you have other women that are championing you to do these things, you suddenly feel like I can do them. And, you know, sitting by yourself and thinking about things is usually pretty tough. And so that's why, you know, giving um, validation to the fact that we are supposed to change, that things are temporary, that you don't, we put so much weight that everything has to be in this pretty box and, and a title to what it is that we're going to do or pursue. And it just doesn't work that way. And it's so much pressure. It just doesn't work that way. Totally. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, and I feel that sometimes it, it's sometimes we are our own worst enemy in that regard. And sometimes th- that's what trips us up in terms of moving forward and having mm-hmm. people to hold a space for you and to see you in a different light or even in just a neutral space, right? Like they don't know you, they don't know anything about you. Like this is your time to actually potentially like reinvent yourself and the way that you perceive your own identity. So, you know, as opposed to being conditioned by your old programming, you're starting to create new beliefs and new stories in alignment with the life that does bring you joy and light you up. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And so I'd love if we can, like, if you can talk to us a little bit about um, confidence, right? You speak a lot about sure. that. And I think it's such an important topic and a topic that really um, our audience here really resonates with. And I'd love to to go a bit deeper in that space and really understand what you think is what you think is required of us. And, and I think before we said, you know, confidence is absolutely a journey, right? But how do we how do we unlearn in order to fully show up as that confident real authentic version of ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it and I wish it was a straightforward, quick answer, but yeah. I, right. Um, a few things. I mean, I, when people ask me, Oh my gosh, you're so confident. Why are you so confident? My first answer is always because I'm confident that I don't know. I'm confident in who I am in the sense of what I can bring to the table because the moment we walk into a room Um, most of the time we are uncomfortable. So we want to pretend to be somebody else subconsciously or not, right? Whether or not you want to, you know, look the part, you know, we talk about fake until you make it or whatever it might be. But the second I disarm myself 
then I feel that I can be more confident. So for example, if we were going to get on the phone here now and I got on and I was going to be this master guru and I was going to tell you 10 ways to you know, create this perfect life. Well, first of all, I don't have those answers. Second of all, I'm not a master. I am a human being that's trying to do good work in the world, period. Mm. And when I can show up this way, I get to give myself to you, my most confident self, because I'm not trying to pretend to be something I'm not. And so as we walk through life, if we can continue to remind ourselves, I can only show up as me. That's it. It disarms us and gives us the ability to, I think, um, have less fear. And most of the time we're not confident because we're afraid, right? We're afraid someone's going to find out the real deal about us, or we are afraid we don't um, look the part, or uh, we're afraid we're not dressing the right way. But again, if you're doing it for you, it is the right way. And if you can accept that that's what makes you feel the best about yourself, then it's just a practice. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Um, you know, especially in my work. And, you know, people will say to me all the time, if I say I'm nervous about something like, oh, but you're so confident. It's like, I'm a human being. Of course, I get nervous and lack confidence in things. But the difference is it doesn't stop me. Mm. And I know now how to keep going. So if I am super nervous about showing up for something, or maybe a speaking engagement where I have an audience of people that I think are, um, I don't know, for lack of a better word, better than me, cooler than me, whatever it might be, right, that you feel uncomfortable that I take a deep breath and I stop myself and I just say, I'm just showing up as me and take it or leave it. Right. Like you're either going to resonate with me or not, or, and I don't mean it in an abrupt way. I just mean, if I can just be myself, I can't ask anything more of myself, you know? And so it's a practice. I think that each day you just continue because you, I'm sure you feel this way, which is, the best gift you can give to the world is yours because no one else has it, mm. whatever it is. So, you know, I'll have people say to me in my other job a lot of the times, oh, well, you know, again, I know your, your viewers can't see me, but I have kind of crazy spiky blonde hair and I dress kind of with like big shoulder pads and I got, <laughs> I got a look about me, but it's only because that's what I like. That's just how I roll. And so I'll have people say, but, you know, I don't want to show up in the world that way. It's just too much for me. And I'm much more quiet and I miss. And, and I always say, well, I want you to be just as you are, because that's what makes you so incredible. So showing up as yourself is bold because that is your version of it. And I, like I said, I believe it takes a daily awareness to, to stop yourself when you're in a moment and you realize that you're about to do something, not for yourself, but for someone else. And you're pivoting because either you think that maybe if you have this conversation, you might outshine someone or it'll make them feel bad or, but it's a constant audit of, I'm going to stop myself. And I really need to show up as myself in this moment. And the more we do that, I believe, the more confident we become because I'm taking away the power from everyone else because it just lies within me instead mm. of, gosh, well, they like me. Am I smart enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I, I, none of that. It's all up to me. And when I can hold that power, I'm calm because I'm not handing over to somebody else, you know, the driver's license to my life because I'm taking all of the power to myself. So I, I think it's a daily practice. I don't, I think it has to be intentional work is my opinion. I think some of us are born and more hardwired to be confident, right? Than others. Mm -hmm. And that's just might be in our DNA. But I think that no matter who you are, you know, you could talk to some of the most successful people and they're the, some of the most least confident people. Mm, so absolutely. It's, it's practice. 
Absolutely. And I, and one of the things I really took away from that answer was like, first and foremost, it's acceptance. It's real and true acceptance mm-hmm. of yourself. Yeah. And that includes all parts of you and where you're at on your journey as well. Yeah. Cause I think that's right. what's, you know, part of the, part of the whole thing of projecting something else where we're trying to be somewhere, someone that we're not, I mean, trying to be at a different stage that we're not at that, but we when we can fully accept exactly where we are and exactly who we are, then it's just like, whatever, come, right. at, come at me. Like it's, right. <laughs> it well, it also just, cause we're, we're projecting this idea that we are perfect. Right. And, and the second that we become transparent and honest, it also disarms and gives permission to everyone else. Like the second that somebody asks a question, right. And you're in a room, but you don't want to say, you don't know the answer, but somebody else is like, you know what? I, I don't really get it. Everybody breathes a sigh of relief. Yeah. Cause they're not the only one. Right. So, so true. So, right. So it's kind of like practicing that behavior in your everyday life. Like not pretending to know everything or not. And I don't actually think that we always try to do that, but we're sort of, like I said, wired to be that way, to have all the answers, to be buttoned up, to be, and, and it shows a sign of weakness to either say you don't know or that you're, and it's for me, like I said, breaking that down and, and changing that. And it's, I feel like it's work woman to woman, one at a time. And the most beautiful thing is that when another woman sees someone else, doing that in their lives, it does give them permission to do it in theirs. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is just like glorious. Absolutely. I love that. It's like the light in them is shining on the light in you. And then it's yeah. like beautiful flow and effect. And I, I also yeah. think one of the things, you know, when it comes to confidence is this fear of this fear of what other people are going to think. And this whole feeling of being really uncomfortable and getting out of our comfort zone, right? Like that's also a, a huge part of it. Um, we're programmed to um, want to keep ourselves st- safe and to yeah. do the things that we have been doing and to identify with who we are as a person and, and label mm-hmm. ourselves in a certain way. And so therefore doing things that make us feel uncomfortable is can, can be really terrifying for people. And so yeah. I feel, you know, whether that is, you know, going up on stage or whether that's like, changing a habit or starting a new career or dating again or whatever it is right how can we how can we help ourselves to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable right no you're absolutely right and I always say I've been saying the last few months that I wake up every day unsettled uncomfortable and afraid because I'm doing all these new things and and I know that I'm growing right? I know that that's what that means for me. And that's, I I hope that we all can have a little bit of that, because it does mean that we're pushing ourselves to be a little bit more. And, you know, I just did this whole program on, you know, committing the crime of shining, because, uh, again, we're so worried about how our actions are going to make someone else feel. And we want to be relatable enough. And so I think women um, diminish their own shine, right, so that they don't outshine someone else. Mm. And it's this weird thing that happens. And for me, it just, we're not celebrating each other. It's kind of like women have a really hard time accepting compliments. And what I think is, was so enlightening. And I, I just really discovered this recently is I thought, cause for me, I, I have a very hard time with it. And so I tried to start practicing saying, you know, I received that. If somebody says, Oh my gosh, you did X, Y, Z. That was so great. Then, you know, instead of pushing it away, which is a natural reaction for me, I said, gosh, I really received that. Thank you so much. And I realized the reason why it's hard to receive is because that means I accept what you just said about me was true. 
And that's hard. It's hard. If I said to you, wow, you're so wonderful at this podcast. You're such an exceptional human being. And you said, thank you. You're, re- you're, you're really seeing yourself through that and mm-hmm. saying, wow, I am. And that's not necessarily a natural habit for us. And so, you know, that's just another area that I think bleeds into our confidence when we can accept, you know, I, I can write, I can write 10 pages on all the things I'm not good at. Um, but when it comes to saying something I am good at, you know, we're hesitant and we shouldn't be should be celebrated. Yeah. hundred percent. And I love what you said before about the feeling of being uncomfortable is really, that is your expansion. Like that is your growth. And so recognizing that, like, it's like when you feel uncomfortable, when you feel scared, when you feel self-doubt, when you feel fear, like that doesn't mean like stop, turn around, go home. Like that means like sit with it, accept it and keep moving through it because you're expanding in that moment. And what I always also say, like, what is the point like of life if we're not actually growing, learning, expanding? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're yeah. just going to get, we're just going to get not complacent, but just bored. Like, it's just not who we're rooted to be in humans. Like we want to learn, we want to grow, we want to understand things. And by staying in the comfort zone and your complete familiarity every single day, day after day, like, that, that's not going to light you up. That's not going to bring you joy and passion. No, no. And, and, you know, again, not to be so dramatic, but I'm, my messaging is always like, we get one shot here. Mm. And so I hope that you're continually trying to reinvent yourself or, or try something new or, or whatever it might be, because, um, in, like I said, it's, and I, I've had a lot of loss in my life. And so I, I, I don't need the reminder every day that it's a gift. And so for me, I just, that's why I always think my benchmark is if people in my world are safe and loved, the consequence to my action cannot be that big. What's the worst thing that can happen? Mm. Someone doesn't like me, uh, a business idea fails, you know, my, my book stinks. Like th- those are not catastrophic things. I can overcome mm-hmm. all of those. And so, you know, I hate to get so bottom of the barrel about, you know, a consequence, but you know, we make these things up in our head that are so big. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm coaching a woman and we're talking about social media and how they want to show up more for their brand, but they're like, oh my gosh, I can't do that because X, Y, Z is going to think this and someone will think that. And I always say, well, who cares? Mm. But that's hard. That's hard. That takes a lot of self-work. But if we slowly rip the bandaid and we slowly, as I say, step into our message a little bit extra every day, it, it can become something, but it's a, it's a journey. It's not an overnight. Totally, totally. And it's like, I always say, it's like, we think like that person is going to give us like so much attention, but they don't, they're not thinking about us. Like that person who thinks going to no. judge you, even if they judge you, it's going to be for a split second because they're going to be back thinking right. about themselves and their own life. So it's like, <laughs> right. What, one of my, one of the parts in the book, I think that people bring up often is I always say, um, I mean it in the nicest way, but nobody cares about you. Mm. Um, and I, to my kids too, all the time, nobody's thinking about you. If they are for one second, they're either worried about, you know, their own pants that are too tight or whatever it might be. Nobody's thinking about you maybe for a split second, as you just said, <laughs> but you're giving way too much credit. No one cares. Yeah. Like, totally. I might care about you because I'm um, but nobody really cares. So even now when I'm about to put something out there that makes me nervous or I'm like, oh, should I do that? I, I remind myself every time, Christina, you are not as important as you think you are. Nobody cares. 
No one, they're like making their dinner and they're going to flip by and then like go grab a brownie. Nobody cares what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know, we just put so much pressure and weight on that. And, you know, it just, it's, it's funny, but true. A hundred percent. I totally agree. I love that. And so Christine, I'd love to like dive in a little bit more into your book. So the, tell me a little bit more about like where the title came from and what does extra mean to you? Like, what does that mean? Sure. Well, and again, just for your audience, um, you know, the book is a little bit like a coffee table book in the sense that it's, you know, one side of the page is fashion photos and the other side of the page is either a short story or it's a quote. And so extra really came from the idea that for a long time, I was always told that I was a little bit extra. Right. And, and, and so I think people think that's the shell of me, right. Because a lot of times people think that I was into, you know, I was in fashion or a stylist or something like that. But really what ended up happening as, as I penned the book is that extra really meant how do you show up in your life and do a little bit more? Because when I look back on my life, I realized sort of where I got to certain stages, it's really because I always showed up a little bit more every day. If you ask me to do something to 10, I'll probably go to 10 and a half or 11. If you ask me, and I think that that just became a way of life for me. And so extra really, you know, it's kind of fun because it does mean that it translates into, you know, your fashion and dressing and all that kind of fun stuff. Cause you know, when we show up in a great outfit, we do feel better. There's no doubt in that. 100%. Um, however, right. I mean, I won't minimize that. <laughs> however, it's really a deeper message, which is are you willing to really willing to go every day a little bit extra into your life and extra for you can mean, uh, you know, I got up today and I put pants on, you know, it, it can mean that I, you know, it can be whatever it means to you. And, and it really goes back to you getting to define what that means. And so, um, you know, like I said, that extra word until you get to know me, you may think it's just about showing up bold clothes, the whole, whole deal, but it's not. It's really, it's really much deeper than that. I love that. It's like the true expression of yourself. Yeah. And yeah. And how you, how you decide to show up in the world and whatever that is. And, you know, cause the last thing on earth I want you to be is like me, you know, it's, that's not why the book is created so that you can show up like this every day. It's like, ew, no, I want you to show up in whatever your version is of extra. What does that mean? And it does not have to be you know, an accessory. It can, it can be anything that you want it to be. Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. Oh, so good. Thank you so much. So mm. Christina, I'd love, we have like a final segment on the show where we do, we get a little bit deeper, a little bit more real. It's called behind the yeah. scenes. And I'd love yeah. if you could share with us a recent situation where you were experiencing self-doubt and like how that came up for you and how you kind of navigated through that. Oh my gosh. I could give you like 75 examples of probably just today. Um, I mean, okay. So let, I'll try to think of one that is resonates a little bit more with the audience. Um, self-doubt. And this one has nothing to do with um, my business. It has everything to do with parenting. And, you know, you, you, st- I feel walking through life with unapologetic confidence. You want to do that in every facet, whether it's relationships, parenting, your business, it doesn't stop in one arena, right? It, it, it goes everywhere. And so, you know, for me, um, self-doubt and parenting is choosing, do you send your kid to school or you don't? And especially where I'm living right now, where we're shut down, that's a very big deal. And I think that, 
in order to stay true to your core values and your family, you have to really put your blinders on and not listen to other people. Um, and, you know, for me, it, the self-doubt creeps in because you want to do what everyone else is doing and you want to keep up with everyone and you don't want other people to not like you. So that that's why the, the work on ourselves to become confident in who we are and what our values are and how we decide to walk through life are ever present. It doesn't just like shut down in one area or the next. And I think the only way I could navigate what was really true um, for my family and what worked is because I've done the work on myself. So when everybody else around me was kind of spinning out of control about what to do, what not to do, it was really clear for me. Um, I had self-doubt creep in that I wanted to do what everybody else was doing. And then I stopped and I said, but that doesn't work for my values. So that's what we're doing. So that's an example. I love that. That's so beautiful. And I can imagine parenting is definitely one of those spaces where, you know, there's, there's that level of, you know, depth because, you know, it's your children and you want to keep them safe and healthy and well and everything. And if like listening to what everyone else is doing would be extremely tempting. Um, (laughs) So I can imagine that that's, that is a new levels, new devils, you know, I feel like in parenting, it's like that. It's a whole new ball game. I'm going to use that one. What did yeah. you say? New levels, new devils. That's new, a new levels, new I devils. Love I love it. I feel like in every area, like we, you know, when we expand or when we grow, there's like something else that's like we have to overcome. And that's just right. the way it is. Um, right. And, I love- and, and again, it's in every area. I mean, whether or not you start to take care of, you know, parents or whatever it might be. Yes. I find that if you don't do the work on yourself now, wherever you are in this moment, it's just harder. Not that you won't be okay. It's just harder. I find that if you're, if you have this grounding, your true North is very easy to find, you you know, it's really saved me. I think in this pandemic, because I was very clear. And when you're not clear, there's so much anxiety. hundred percent, hundred percent. And Christina, I'd love to know what's an area of your life that you're improving or you're trying to improve in at the moment. Um, I'm trying to um, not put, um, I'm not trying not to put a timeline on where I want to go when, because Mm. I know that the, the line is curvy and it's not a to B and it's not, but I have really big goals and really big dreams. And I, I am a worker and, uh, you know, I, I, I want it all yesterday. That's just how I've always been. And I'm really trying to release myself from all of that and just lead every day with pure intention pure heart and let it go let it go and so my really my word for 2021 is release because I I don't want I don't want pressure to be my guide I don't want to be in a hot pursuit of something or a chase I really want to um have joy and presence and calm and all those good things I love that and that's so true like life is anything but linear and so (laughs) It's like when we release like that, those restrictions on like, it has to happen in a certain way at a certain time. Uh, Otherwise we're not successful. Otherwise, you know, we're not proud of ourselves. Then it just, it just interferes with like divine intervention and like miracles and other beautiful things happening that maybe you wouldn't have been able to see in hindsight. Right. Absolutely. Beautiful. And so what is your recent fierce female moment, Christina? So like a moment where you felt proud to be yourself. I think the most recent 
one that I was proud to be myself was um, a hard conversation. And this actually has nothing to do with um, the work that I've been doing, the messaging and the movement that I have with women, as much as it has to do with my own values in terms of um, politics and uh, the racial crisis we're dealing with in the United States. Mm. And I I won't take the conversation there, but um, I felt that I was able to, um, where I was silent before, I now use my voice. And that voice has a very big consequence. Um, and I'm willing to take it for what I believe in. And, um, I didn't do that a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. I I can completely connect and resonate with that. I feel like that's definitely something that, um, has shifted within me as well. So that's beautiful. That's absolutely like a fierce female moment. I love that. Thank you so much, Christine. That's been so beautiful to have you on the show. Can you please pimp yourself out and tell everyone where we can find you and where we can find your book? Oh, you're so sweet. Well, you know what? My real home is my Instagram and that's just at Christina Glickman. And um, on there, you will find everything and anything because in my, in my little bio link there, you'll have everything from, I run a extra membership group, which is all about unapologetic confidence and love. I do extra, the transformations, which are one-on-one deep dives with someone that uncovers anything from limiting beliefs to business goals to um, you name it. And um, then I also am launching a, uh, an extra program, which is about dressing with unapologetic confidence. And you can find all of that on my Instagram feed. Um, my book is available on Amazon and, you know, I'm pretty easy to find. So good. That sounds so fun. I love it. We'll definitely link that up in the show notes. So thank you so much for your time, Christina. And we loved all of the things and we enjoyed listening to you and we'll catch you guys next week. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. If you're vibing this show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more Fierce Females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.